listening to Talking Law, the podcast where business owners just like you discover how to avoid legal landmines and build value using smart legal tips. Join your host, Joanna Oki, as she cuts through the legal jargon and gives you clear and simple actionable legal strategies, which will get you optimal business results. Hi, this is Joanna Oki here and welcome back to Talking Law, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we have on the show one of our perpetual guests because she provides so much useful information. It's our head of trademarks, Gracie. Grace, welcome back to the show again. Hi, Joe. Good to be back. It is good to have you back because today we're talking about a really important topic. I know perhaps I say this every time, but this time it's even more important because we're digging in to hear the importance of regular reviews with trademarks. The whole don't just set and forget. And the reason that we're doing this is because we have trademarks that are coming up now that we have registered over a decade ago, right, Grace? Yeah, absolutely. That's a long time. (laughs) I know, right? Even more. And so, you know, we have so many clients that we've worked with over the years and we have so many trademarks and now going back, you know, one, one and a half decades of um, registration time that we start to see some patterns emerge um, and we start to see some of the issues that occur with trademarks that have been registered at one particular point in time, but where changes have occurred over time. And, and you know, where I think what has happened, notwithstanding that we keep providing lots of this information, people forget, businesses forget that trademarks aren't just like, let's register this today and then we can just leave it forever and assume that's going to be fine. It's one of those things, like almost everything else in your business, that requires maintenance and review. Um, So I think that's why we're talking about it. What are your perspectives here, Grace? Yeah, I totally understand why it can fall off the radar. Mm. And I guess... I guess we want to come from the point of view of we understand why it happens. Yeah, it, It's one of those things where at the time that you go to protect it, you think, oh, this is so important. You understand it and then you go to protect it. We protect it. We help you in that process. And then it's just so easy to get caught up in actually running your business that um, looking at brand protection gets left behind. Yeah, And it's something that you really need to have as a regular part of running your business that you turn your attention to it. And it doesn't have to be hard. It just has to be regular. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, and actually we're talking about trademarks at the moment, but it just reminds me I really need to, we need to talk more broadly as well about mm-hmm. there are so many things in a business from a legal perspective that do require a regular review. Um, and let's call it, when we say regular, we don't mean monthly, we mean more like an annual review. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you, you know, businesses generally, well, some businesses <laughs> generally are very good at sitting down and, you, you know, we're coming towards the end of a financial year, beginning of a new financial year. Businesses are very good at sitting down and saying, okay, let's plot the course for where the business itself is headed over the next 12 months. Let's look back over the past 12 months and work out what worked, what didn't. Let's recalibrate. Let's work out where we're going from here. But they don't 
do that with the legal environment, mm. you know, and trademarks. We're talking about trademarks today, but this relates to a lot of different areas of the business from a legal perspective. But of course, we're talking about trademarks today. And maybe why don't we start with what if they don't? What are some of the risks? What are some of the issues that we've yeah. seen arise? Let's talk about those. I think that would be really useful and instructive yeah. for people to hear to understand why we are um, insisting on this mm. uh, regular review. Mm. I think it helps to talk about it conceptually. And if we think about your trademark registrations as being like an armour, it's something that protects you. It's something that you can use if you want to go on the offence. And over time, as your business grows, as your business changes, that armour might not be protecting you in the right way. You might have grown bigger than your armour. <laughs> <laughs> You've got an ankle sticking out now. Right. <laughs> You've got some bits exposed. So really, as your business changes and evolves over time, we've got to make sure your armour is growing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really about checking in once a year, making sure that, you know, turning your attention to some of the things that we'll talk about now, the things that we're going to raise to, to alert you to, um, where are the bits where now your business has changed and grown and we need to make sure your armour keeps up because your armour is alive. Yeah. <laughs> your trademark registrations are living legal protections and we need to make sure that they're staying active and appropriate and sufficient. Yeah. And let's just talk about some hard examples as well, you know, things that we see quite regularly and, and we'll go through soon um, uh, more of an in-depth list of what mm. are the sorts of things but just focusing on some examples right now you know things mm. that spring to mind for me are businesses where just as simple as they've got a registration for a logo and the logo ha- looks different over time yeah. because they've tweaked the look and feel of the logo so that's just a super simple example right but we see that mm. a lot yeah we do we do especially if the only protection they've got is a, a, a registration for the logo yeah and it might also be that they have a word protection as well as logo but the logo itself is so distinctive and has you know maybe even become more and important and distinctive over time but they want to ensure that they have this ongoing protection for how it looks mm. in its current Current form, mm. uh, but they've forgotten about the trademark component in, in terms of protecting that. And I guess, you, you know, some of the other issues that we see crop up very regularly are where businesses changed some of the goods and services that they provide under the mark um, over time and they've forgotten about the implications with trademark registration. So we, we certainly see this one a lot too, right? Yeah, absolutely. So your goods or service provision might have expanded and grown quite a lot. So now you're providing much more than you did at the time that we did the registration. You're you're definitely exposed yeah. to the extent that it's outside the scope of your original registration. Yeah, and then, you, you know, some of these issues, you know, we see them because our clients will come to us and say, you know, we want to take action against a competitor who's using a mark like ours in relation to this type of good or service and we say, well, whoa, back here, you don't actually even have protection in that area. So now we've got to go and step back and try and remedy some of these issues, which in some instances, if there's a fundamental enough difference, 
clients can be as exposed as if you hadn't had a trademark at all, you know, yeah. in some of these yeah. areas, right? And people just forget that. Mm. And then the the other one that there's so many examples that crop up, but just the last one I'll throw out here, the, the other example that um, I, I guess we see from time to time is the development of new brands and getting that the importance of you know protecting brands that you're using you know products new subdivisions new services and this sometimes occurs if businesses have come to us when they're quite small and what they're looking at when they initially come to us is protection for that main brand you know that might be the business or the company name that they run under and that they have that main brand Mm. but then over time they work out they learn how to productize their services or they learn ways to you know create branding around elements that they're providing but they forget that there's um, a trademark uh, registration element to this that will really help them protect their marketing spend. So that's, I I think, one of the other main ways. But there are so many more. This is the beauty of our um, job, Grace. We get to see lots of different stories over time. Okay, so we've talked about some of the issues. Uh, We've talked about why. So let's talk about maybe, let's start with when. So Mm -hmm. as we've said, really, this is something that you should incorporate in an annual review process. Mm. But are there other points, Grace, maybe we'll talk about what these points are, Mm -hmm. the trigger points for businesses in considering, thinking about reconsidering their trademark protection as a whole. So we've touched on a a lot of them already, but something I would add is if your business has expanded overseas, that's another... Or or you've suddenly come up with the idea that now in the future plans, you're Mm -hmm. planning, as you're doing this, you know, new year, new financial year planning, you you think international markets might start to creep in. Mm. Um, You know, so glad you raised that because that we really should have had that as one of the main issue, another one of the main issues we were talking about mm. because it's, it's such a forgotten issue that when you're launching into a new market you're restarting this vulnerability mm. that is equivalent to when you were starting in the Australian market under a new brand absolutely you know. yeah so I guess there's a common maybe um, not so much misunderstanding but just lack of knowledge in the yes. fact that trademark registrations are done on a on a country by country basis so mm-hmm. so really when you do enter a foreign market you're entering a new trademark market you need mm-hmm. to make sure that your your use of your brand in Australia isn't infringing on someone else's rights in that country so it becomes a bigger question as to whether the branding that you have here can be used globally. And, you know, we always come back to the case of Burger King. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Let's, well, why don't you yeah. run through it again? If, uh, if our listeners haven't heard some of our other fabulous podcasts talking about this. <laughs> it's just one of those classic examples, isn't it, of a well-known brand not being able to use the mark that they have in their home country, which is the US. Mm. They had to rebrand in Australia because the name Burger King wasn't available here. They had to rebrand as Hungry Jacks. Um, mm. So that's a question that a business at an Australian business may face. And I just want to add some, I, I love that you throw in these examples, Grace, but because we can't necessarily talk about the names, we can't talk about the names of um, our clients who've gone mm-hmm. through some of these similar issues, but we can tell you sitting here at the coalface, this is something that, you know, comes up for us, whether it's organisations that are looking to expand their reach into Australia and then suddenly finding that they they can't get that brand here in Australia or whether 
whether it's an Australian organisation expanding internationally, um, it can be a real pain in the backside to have to have one brand for Australia and another brand um, internationally. Mm. But the point is, it's better that you know that first so that you don't face an infringement action in the other jurisdictions with which you're operating in. So that's the first thing. So it's protection. But the second thing is also trademarks are in different jurisdictions. The the way trademark registration and the rights relating to it can change. But generally speaking, trademarks are about timing. And you know, the earlier you get in, the better. So the point is, if you're looking to expand into other countries, you don't necessarily have to be there right now in order to to get your trademark registrations lined up so that you have that protection and umbrella when you start operating in those other mm. countries. And we can help you navigate that because it's, it's it can be a bit tricky. Clients, when they're at the, at the stage that they come to us sometimes, they're not ready to expand or they don't have the budget yet to expand. Yep. Their main market is here or sometimes the case is that the main market is a foreign country. But whatever the case is, we need to talk about it early so that we can plan ahead of expansion and you need to know if there's if there are you know obvious competitors over there that are using potentially infringing or similar marks because you just you just don't want confusion. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're dealing with a number of matters uh, right at the moment with some really strong mm-hmm. brands that are, you know, are really suffering from the issue that whilst they started, you know, really good brands, started using them early, suffering from the fact that they haven't registered in the markets that they've been operating and that just creates all sorts of pain Mm. Uh, and of course we're here to help you out with it but we'd like to help you avoid the pain in the first place (laughs) absolutely avoid it if if you can (laughs) yeah absolutely okay so we've talked about when if you're thinking about expanding internationally so what what else what Mm. are the other trigger points Grace? um so we haven't talked about this but it's it's the situation where you've got another entity using the mark Mm. other than um, the owner of the mark. So yeah, it's it's a question that we need to think about. If you're actually allowing other entities within a group of entities to use your mark, yeah. And this can come up for you, you know one of the classic is IP asset holding entities or just investment entities, asset entities. There's a lot of things that need to be thought through from mm-hmm. that perspective. And in fact, this is an area of changing law. This is something that has changed in Australia mm-hmm. um, quite recently relatively recently. So that is something that will come up in the annual review as long as you're talking with people who know what they're talking about in relation to trademarks. So that's if if you're holding a mark in an asset holding entity, then that is now is the point to be reviewing that and the arrangement around that as well, given um, some changes that Mm. have been um, happening recently. So that's a really good point, Grace. Mm. And so we've talked about providing new products or services, uh, I guess, to a degree, you know, if if your business has grown, and and I guess we talked about that from the issues in relation to perhaps adding different goods or services to what you had originally provided under Mm. the mark. Mm. What what are some other examples? So it might be the case that when you first came to us and we did trademarks for you, you you may have been a bit limited by your budget at the time, which, you know, we're sensitive to, we, we understand. So we may have gotten you the best protection we can get you for your budget. But as you grow, as your budget grows, it may be time to now 
pour some more resources to make sure that your armor mm. is more comprehensive. And, and, and this is something that should be picked up periodically. Brilliant. And then I guess adding to one of the other things that we we're talking about in relation to the change of logos or change of brand to mm. a degree, sometimes the, the words themselves slightly change over time. Mm-hmm. Um, so those points are the points that you should think about trademark registration again. And, and they're also great points to refresh the um, totality of the, you know, the classes that we're protecting in the specifications, the words that we're using for protection, because it might be that something broader is now more appropriate or indeed something more narrow, depending on what's going on. But it's not just the registration as you're changing your logo or the way you are using your brand. It might also be an infringement issue. You just need Mm -hmm. to make sure that the changes aren't too similar to someone else's registered mark. So it's not just about protection via registration. It's also about protection against infringement action. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Great. Okay. All right. So they're the sort of points in time mm. um, over and above just the regular annual review. Mm. So what do we then need to do? What's mm. your tips for organisations, I guess, taking away from this podcast? Other than the obvious one, which is make sure you do an annual review and obviously we can help you with that. And we're going through a process now of assisting all of our current clients to go through this review process. But if you're listening to us, you're you're not a client that has worked with us in brand protection in the past, then you should, well, uh, we can assist, but if not, then you should at least sit down and do this review with someone who really understands trademarks. So that's the first thing. But what else, Grace? Yeah. So I guess, I guess the main, if there's only one message you take away from today's podcast, it really is as simple as understanding how important it is to do a regular review. And if it's too hard, ask us to help you. That's yep. the most simple takeaway message. But the, the dot points of what we would actually need to turn our attention to is the simple steps of number one, it doesn't have to be complicated. Just keep a spreadsheet um, of all your trademarks with the details and that's it's a document that you can come to it's a living document it needs to be kept updated and current and really that's what we turn to to make sure that um, we can compare what's on the register to what you're actually doing. Um, So that's the first tip. The second tip is to actually set a diary entry so that we know how often we're going to come to do this. So it might be something that you do internally or it might be something that you book in with us so that we can do it together. But really, you've got to have a periodic setup so that it's not just done once, it's done it's done annually. And good news, if you're a client of ours, um, in brand protection, we'll be emailing you once a year to remind you of this periodic protection. So mm. there you go. But anyway, um, if you're not, then here's a free tip for you. Make sure you put it in your calendar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then it's just, uh, it's literally about considering where the gaps are in your armor. So where have you grown? Where have have things changed compared to what's on the register? And then thinking about the best way to go about protecting that. So that's really where we think about the strategy of trademark protection. Um, I guess it'd be a bit hard to do if you don't, if you're not familiar with the process, but that's, that's where we step in and can make that all very simple for you. Another very important tip is to keep an eye on the market. It's really important that you do this. Um, you need to 
keep an eye on anyone that's coming too close to your branding mm. um, because because the really the onus is on trademark owners to enforce their trademark rights. Mm. Um, no one else is going to do that for you. And the yeah. risk of not doing that is, of course, that um, there's risk of market confusion, there's risk of dilution to your trademark rights. You've really got to stay on top of this one. And I just want to call out, you know, some objections that that sometimes we hear. I was having a conversation with someone just a couple of days ago, actually, who is an advisor to business. And he said, yes, you, you know, we suggest to our clients that, you know, there's no real point chasing down or or taking action against competitors who are using a similar brand because, you know, if you take it to court, it's going to cost you a fortune. I said, look, you know, we're lawyers, obviously, I take a different perspective, but I fundamentally disagree from a commercial perspective, completely understand people don't want to throw money needlessly at litigation, but that's not, we get almost 99% of our matters resolved without ever having to consider litigation, don't we, Grace? I Mm. mean, it's about, you know, take Taking action doesn't mean filing in court. There's a lot of steps that can happen. And if you have a trademark registration, you have this ability to assert your rights to, um, you know, we send cease and desist letters, we take action that makes infringers aware of the risk that they're running. And in we have a really, really high success rate in getting compliance. So just, you know, I want to tackle that elephant in the room. It's not about spending heaps of money in legals or in litigation. It can it can be quite a simple process. Mm. So, but what you do need is you do need your protection properly in place behind you. Mm-hmm. I guess the clients now who are very savvy with their IP and trademark protection are the clients who have either tasted the yeah. the the pain of having a trademark infringement issue yeah. or been on the receiving end. So it's mm. once you've understood what the issue is, I think our clients, you know, they come to us, they're very active yeah. in making sure. They, they just can. get it. They just yes. get it. <laughs> yes, yes. But what we don't want is for, you know, and, and this is, uh, as we said, a bit of a call to arms, we don't want you as a listener to have to go through the same pain as mm. others had in order to learn the lesson. We're trying to share the lessons so that you don't have to uh, learn from experience. <laughs> yeah. How important is your brand to your business? This, mm. That's what it's really about. Mm. Everyone identifies you by your name and your reputation and your it's it's all caught up in the brand. So, mm. yeah, if it's worth protecting to you, it's worth doing this annual review. Yeah, which can be so simple. You know, we just, we've gone through a number of tips here. Like in reality, this could just take one hour a year. Yeah, Um, and any final uh, sort of tips here in relation to what we should be thinking about or looking at? Mm. Um, It's worth keeping an eye on the trademark register for for anybody that might be lodging marks that are too similar to yours. So so the trademark examiners are there with applications to to catch the obviously similar ones, but sometimes um, people are able to get through on whatever grounds and it's really up to trademark owners to keep an eye on that. Um, in case there's anything you want to oppose. so And that's where, you know, because the timing between trademark application and acceptance is mm-hmm. uh, a minimum of, you know, about seven and a half months, you know, if you were going to be doing this properly, you would be having this review at least once every six months, mm-hmm. you, you know, because in that case, then you can pick up what's happening on the register in a time period enough. But if you're only doing it as an annual thing, well, at least that's better than nothing. And that gives you the opportunity 
opportunity to pick up anything that might be in that sort of seven and a half month window. Mm. Great. Okay. All right. Well, look, I think that's a really good overview. Any last tips that you want to throw our um, business owners out there, Grace? One last one. It's about keeping your registrations renewed because they are up for renewal every 10 years, which is such a long time. Yeah. What happens in 10 years? But trademarks are one of those special types of intellectual property that are renewable indefinitely. So really it's up it's up to you to keep it alive we contact our clients when they're up for renewal but you've got to make sure that that they are renewed absolutely love it grace and look the one thing i'd say is i truly believe that trademark registrations are one of the cheapest types of business insurance you can get in your business i mean what other insurance is so cheap for a 10 year and then you know effectively um, indefinite you know protection all you have to do is set aside time just to come back and maybe spend an hour on it a year. An hour a year. I mean, it's not a lot. <laughs> um, and, you know, and there's some people there, they like, for example, us here at Aspect Legal who can help run you through that process to make sure you know what you're looking at. It's not a large investment in time. It's um, a very cheap and simple way of providing that ongoing protection for your business and, and the things that represent you in the market, which is your brand. Mm. So you're nuts if you don't do it. That's all we've got to say on the matter. What do you think, Grace? <laughs> yep. Absolutely. And, you know, like you said, it doesn't have to be hard. We're here to help you. We'll, we'll keep it simple. You just have to think about the questions we'll, we'll bring up and we just do it every year. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. Look, wonderful. I just want to say massive thank you to you, the listener, for your ongoing support of Talking Law. That's it for this episode. If you'd like to hear more about it, then just head over to our website at talkinglaw.com.au where you can download a free transcript of this episode if you were just you're one of those people who just likes to read through it all in detail we have you covered we have a transcript there for you and through that website you'll also be able to contact um, grace and our other brand protection legal eagles if you're not a current client you'd like to have a little chat to us about how we can assist with trademarks or a trademark review or indeed if you are a current client you want to work out how you can book yourself in for a trademark review and that's it. I hope you enjoyed what you heard today. If so, please pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Well, you've been listening to Joanna Oki and Grace Yee on Talking Law, a podcast very proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Talking Law. Tune in next time for more smart legal tips and tricks to keep you clear of those legal landmines. If you want to get a download of today's show notes, head over to talkinglaw.com.au. Information in this podcast is general in nature, not legal advice. If you want advice for your business, visit talkinglaw.com.au.